The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome to your Wednesday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, November 23rd. Well, I know he, he made a cognizant effort uh, this year of coming back in great shape. He maintained that all the way through the offseason and uh, into training camp. So I think that's helped him, especially for this year. Last year, he, he came in a little bit heavy and kind of worked through it. This year, he came in phenomenal shape. After the Chiefs' Sunday night win over the L.A. Chargers, head coach Andy Reid was asked about the dominance and, of course, the immortal Travis Kelsey. Kelsey dominated the Chargers once again, finishing the game with 115 yards and three touchdowns, despite the Chargers trying to blanket him with star safety Derwin James. Kelsey currently leads the NFL with 11 receiving touchdowns. He's also sixth in the NFL in receptions and receiving yards once again, putting up those wide receiver numbers from his tight end position. Kelsey has been so dominant from a positional standpoint that he's currently got over 300 more receiving yards and 21 more receptions than the next closest tight end, Ravens star Mark Andrews. Just complete and utter domination by the Chiefs' future Pro Football Hall of Famer. While the Chiefs did come away from L.A. with another win on Sunday night, they've got a lot of players up in the air out of the Week 12 contest against the Rams. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire appears set to miss some time with a high ankle sprain. Juan Thornhill left the game with a calf injury. Kadarius Toney is dealing with a hamstring, and rookie cornerback Jalen Watson suffered a hand injury. The Chiefs were ready without Juju Smith-Schuster and McCole Hardman, so the injury list could be long this Thanksgiving weekend. The Chiefs also have to make a decision on tackle Lucas Niang this week, so we should know before Sunday whether or not he'll be available for this offensive line this season. We'll have the updates from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid later today at arrowheadpride.com. Yeah, um, I know Kelsey said that. Um, it, it, it really was. It was the same play. I mean, it was doctored up a little bit with some with, with emotion, but, you know, that combination... With Watson and Kelson there has been good since training camp uh, on the crossing route. Really, Watson's the primary on it, but it normally comes to number two on the shallow uh, cross there that, that Kels got. But uh, Watson's also a big part of that play and how he works inside. And he kind of creates a, a bit of a wall in there where the defender has to make make up his mind is he going to go over or under it or how's he going to handle that so normally it throws him off by a step but yeah but but to answer your question yeah i mean it was basically the same play 
If you remember the Chiefs' 2021 game against the Chargers last season, it was on Thursday Night Football, Travis Kelsey scored the walk-off touchdown then in overtime. Then it was Sunday night's game-winning play, and if you think about the two plays, they might have seemed a little common. Kelsey mentioned after the game that it was the same call from last season when he broke all the hearts of you know, the six or seven LA Chargers fans in attendance, and he confirmed this week that it was, in fact, the same call with some minor tweaks to the 2022 edition, something that's probably been a bit under-discussed this season with Patrick Mahomes on track to win his second NFL MVP is the play calling and the designs installed by this Chiefs coaching staff. Ahead of the season at AP, we discussed at length how the Chiefs would need big things from Andy Reid and company this season to overcome the loss of Tyreek Hill. Well, through 11 weeks this season, Andy Reid and his staff have far surpassed expectations. Not only has his Chiefs team overcome the loss of Hill, who currently leads the NFL in receptions and receiving yards, but the Chiefs are doing it in different ways every single week. Chiefs fans are truly getting the best versions of Mahomes and Reid this year, and that's why the Chiefs offense is once again set up for success in the NFL playoffs. Yeah, so I, I would tell you, it's good coaching. I think the coaches do a nice job. They're patient with the guys and their their teachers. But I, I would also tell you that their peers, especially the veteran players, try to help the guys right when they come in. So uh, we don't just say you're a rookie, you go over here, or you're trying to get our job, go over here. The, the players, you know, I give them a lot of credit for helping teach these guys. Uh, they, they don't have to do that, but they, they've been very willing. I go back to just Alex Smith and how he handled Pat. And, uh, Alex was kind of one of our first guys here, so uh, everybody saw how he did it and just kind of followed right along. The Chiefs' play calling and execution offensively this season has been impressive, but just as impressive has been the overall depth of the roster. Defensively, they've had injuries to go along with two starter suspensions during the season. The defense continues to develop and play well enough to win games. The offense is now dealing with some injuries itself, especially at the wideout position, but that didn't seem to matter much on Sunday night. Juju Smith-Schuster has been a key cog in the Chiefs' machine, but without him on Sunday and Kadarius Toney exiting the game, Justin Watson and Sky Moore stepped up in a big spot for the Chiefs' win. A lot of credit goes to Chiefs GM Brett Veach for identifying Watson and Moore last year, and the team needed their depth across the board to come up big in this AFC West matchup on Sunday night. Yeah, so Hitch is another one of those guys that helped Bolton out. I mean, just on being a pro and on and off the field, the things you do to prepare, and nobody did it better than Hitch that way. I mean, he spent the time studying, and so Bolton's just carried that up another notch. I mean, he's he prepares like crazy. He doesn't talk a whole lot. He's, he's a quiet guy, but on the field, he gets you where you're supposed to be, and he does it with authority, and he plays like crazy. I mean, he, he plays like a tiger, man. I've got it. There seems to be an ever-growing narrative about Chiefs linebacker Nick Bolton. Some believe he's truly elevated his play from his rookie season, while others identify significant areas that he still needs to grow as a player. While both may be true in some regard, what's indisputable at this point is that Bolton is a playmaker. Bolton might not be the top overall linebacker in football, but he's done more than enough to make him a key member of the Chiefs' young core on defense this season. His development isn't really that far off from Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones, who's currently in the middle of the most dominant season of his NFL career. In the early days of Chris Jones' time in Kansas City, it was easy at times to point to the aspects of his game that he really needed to work on, but he now is making big plays every week. 
Bolton, it's kind of similar, where he might make you notice him here and there in a negative way, but when the Chiefs need a play, Nick Bolton always seems to be there for a big tackle or a game-changing play. No matter where you are on the Nick Bolton development scale, he's undoubtedly improved this season and secured his role as a key young member of this defense. You know what? I thought he did a great job of just allowing the game to come to him. He was patient. Uh, he's just one of those guys early on. He's he's not as patient because he just wants to take the ball and go run into something. But you love that about the kid. But I thought as the game went along, I thought he got in the rhythm. On top of that, our offensive line did an outstanding job. But, uh, you know, the one thing that I'm going to mention to him, and I'll say it here, is anybody can do something once. It's about putting consistent behavior on tape. And so we're going to need that from him. So he has to continue to evolve. He has to continue to grow. But on top of that, I know Coach Lewis is going to do an outstanding job with him, as he has always, just like he has done with that entire group. And we're expecting him to continue to be Isaiah Pacheco. With all the Chiefs' injuries in the wide receiver room, we could see them deploy their rookie running back Isaiah Pacheco a little more in the coming weeks. We discussed at length the Chargers' issues against the run all last week, and it was clear the Chiefs wanted to make it a point to get the ground game going early in Week 11. So much so that they actually had a drive where they didn't throw the ball a single time. What was Andy Reid doing in that drive? But good for them. Pacheco logged his second consecutive game, seeing double-digit touches, which helped lead to his best stat line so far in the NFL. We could see Kansas City shift a little bit over the coming weeks to the run game and their rookie, who's averaging 5.1 yards per carry this season. Yeah, listen, I've, uh, Brian's been one of my favorites since the beginning. I told him way back in training camp that I'd like to have more guys like him. He's a, I think we've, I've said this before, he's a cerebral player, uh, and I love those kind of guys. And the position he plays, you need that. Um, he's smart on the back end. He, he's a communicator. Uh, I think after a week of practice where he's getting all the reps, I think he'll be even smoother. He was a little bit rusty. I had to knock some rust off in the, in the game this past week. Um, but we got a lot of confidence in With safety Juan Thornhill dealing with a calf issue, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo confirmed rookie safety Brian Cook will likely see an expanded role. Cook has gotten more involved as the season has gone on, despite dealing with a concussion a couple of weeks back, and he's made some big plays. If Thornhill misses an extended period of time, the Chiefs will get another long look at one of their rookies in the secondary. Also, this week's game against the Rams might be a good game to rest some of their banged-up players. The Chiefs are currently 14.5-point favorites for this game. Yeah, there's a lot of thought. Uh, he's, he's a lot closer now than he would be, obviously, uh, the, you know, last week with, with Tony being banged up, so... Uh, you know, we'll get him back in there in practice and, and get him ready to go. He's he's not far off. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Sky is a guy that's uh, probably the next, obviously, he was the next guy in. So he's, he'll be up and ready to roll uh, this week. But, you know, we have other guys, too. And, you know, Ju- uh, Justin Watson, I mean, he's another guy that can do it. Uh, you know, so, you know, we, we feel comfortable with some of the guys we got, but McDuffie's definitely one of them that, you know, we got to get him up to speed and ready to go. But he's also a corner. He's also a corner on punt return. He's... He's now starting in there for us because I took Snead off of that. You know, Steve was doing a great job for us. Now, now McDuffie's in there. He's a starting corner, at the left corner on punt return. So, you know, you take him out of it and use him at punt return, then you got to find somebody at corner. So, uh, right now, uh, he'll, he'll be that guy, but he'll also be a backup punt returner. With the addition of Kadarius Toney, it seemed like the worry around rookie wide receiver Sky Moore returning punts was finally behind most Chiefs fans. Well, 
Tony is now injured, and Sky could find his way fielding kicks for Dave Tobe's unit once again. The Chiefs have a couple of other options at their disposal, but both Tony and Nicole Hardman being injured makes it seem like Sky will be the lead punt returner once again. Let's hope his added involvement in the offense helps his overall confidence and rhythm and leads to some big plays on special teams. As for us, that's it for the Arrowhead Drive on Wednesday, November 23rd. If you have enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, and while you're there, leave us a rating and review. Coming up later today, it's a special Thanksgiving week edition of the AFC West Mixtape. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Red Friday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.